Cheers. 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 You want to say something to the people? Talking, but again, she's talking, but I don't understand it. But I get it. 
Um, so it was just like fun to be with her, watching her move around the house. It's so different. Last year, my sister made the joke. You were the same size as the turkey. Now you're actually the turkey. The turkey. <laughs> when you can eat the turkey. Um, she was playing around with my sister in the kitchen and mixing the pot of corn that we make every year. She had the spoon and she was trying to get in there and get. And then her dad's like, "Yeah, start them early. Learn the ways." Mm-hmm. Of course, But it was a nice, you know. In the way, it's always good to be with family. So that's my appetizer. Yeah, I can piggyback off of that. My appetizer is that. We, I was with my family, and my house get really, really crazy during the holidays. Yeah. Like, insane. Like, crazy. <laughs> what does that mean? There's just mad people in the house. Okay. Like, just mad people. I, I love people. that. No, yeah. just mad people. It's loud. Kids are fighting. So much energy. And there's a piano in the house <laughs> yeah. that all the kids go to. Like, all the little kids, that's oh, the first thing they go loud? to. It's yeah. like TV loud. Yeah, it's like TV <laughs> loud. But my appetizer on that is that you get to see the kids growing up. Like, every year... Uh, there's a new addition to the family, so you saw the baby, then you see them two, then you four. Like my nephew, my oldest nephew Griffin, he loves playing with like the preteens, like Jaden and Alana. Like he's like, now nah, these are my type of people. I don't care about the little kids. Yeah. That's his age or younger. He rather this, he rather play with Griffin. Them. Griffin, he's wow. four. He's a tall boy, yeah. 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 But it's just crazy to see like you know Garrick last year was a baby, and now he's yeah. oh, running around so playing cute. piano. So Dilling all over the place. Yeah, dilly, dilly, dilly. <laughs> you know, that was my appetizer though. Because I'm trying to look a lot smarter. <laughs> no, but see, the thing is, like, I try to sell my old clothes 
on Poshmark and stuff like that. And Peggy comes to the crib and she helps me out with like lighting and stuff like that. And, yeah. and um, I put it on the website. And then she's like, well, do you really want to sell it? She like basically tries to talk me out of selling things that I'm trying to sell. Yeah. But then you decide to sell it. I'm willing to buy it. But then she's like, I'm like, don't her. buy it off of me if you're my friend. Right, exactly. I'm trying to support the cause, yo. I it's her, not my new stuff. It's still fine. So, I sent her a screenshot of me looking for her username. I tried everything. <laughs> I couldn't find her. I couldn't, it's it's not, like a pretty it's easy one, though, but it's a pretty easy one. She just can't guess it. What is it? I'm not telling you. <laughs> she said she can't guess it. What it? <laughs> That's a free plug for everyone that listens to this uh, podcast. Right. Go shop your closet. It's okay. Right. I have a lot of followers on Poshmark. I'm good. Ooh, she really don't want you to know. That's right. 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 That's so it's like, it's weird. It's like, you're, I'm like dating, right? Yeah. Like trying to find a perfect match. Mm-hmm. Three sessions, I think, after three dates. Like, yeah. if I'm still here, I like you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. yeah. The energy is good. Right, yeah. so that's what we're doing. Um, and I think that's like a good segue into our main course, right? But that's what we Danny have. Danny did, did it. Oh, 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 well, actually, to piggyback off of yours. Oh, there we go. You set me up. You gave me the alley with what I'm about to oh, do. Oh, I can say that my happy ties are over the holidays, actually to pick me back off of everyone was that I could actually be present. That's what I've been working on, mm-hmm. being present and enjoy the holiday mm-hmm. and enjoy my family, enjoy the kids, enjoy my friends. And I think therapy has helped me to focus on being more present. So, mm-hmm. you know, how long you. did you start? This, so I, I went to therapy years ago, but this time, um, two months ago. Okay. So about two months ago, I decided to Invest in myself. That's right. <laughs> well, invest in myself. Yeah. So that is our main dish for tonight. Well. We are going yes. to it dig is. deep and talk about um, <coughs> therapy, um, what it means to us to be young black women who are experiencing these feelings that we are kind of like, that's just like taboo for us to talk about. Typically, um, the way we were raised or the experiences that we've had and, um, and just how different it is now that people are just being open about that kind of thing and yeah. how mental awareness is just like a, a regular conversation now. It's becoming normalized in society, which it wasn't, I think, when we were growing at up. All. You know what I mean? Like shrinks just yesterday not, it wasn't. Yeah, so it's like shrinks <laughs> yes, were right. negative and there was some sort of like negative connotation behind people seeking counseling and just help or whatever. So we're going to, you know, dive deep because we are black girls and, you know, we represent a certain demographic. And I think there are um, some limitations that we've always had as black girls seeking help on a mental level. I know Danny's had a lot of experience. Well, I'm not talking about a lot of experience. Well, yes, I have had a lot. <laughs> I'm 10 years. I think we all have, but talk about your experience time. and like the first sure. time like, you reached out or how you even found your therapist to begin with. The first time I, I you know, decided or was, you know, moved to seek therapy was in college. I had a really challenging time in school with, you know, managing work, managing internships, managing a relationship that was troubled. And um, I didn't feel that I had an outlet that, um, you know, was consistent or I didn't feel comfortable mm-hmm. 
really expressing myself to the people. people. Yeah, to other people, my friends. Unbiased. An unbiased opinion. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, you know, a professional opinion. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) From someone that didn't, you know, necessarily know me and could. um, Objectively give you feedback. Objectively give me feedback and leave it there. Mm -hmm. I could leave their office and not have to worry about, you know, anyone else. No, because no you know sometimes your family, your auntie know your business. You yeah. like, ma, I told you, right? right. How my auntie, your cousin know, your grandmother know. So I, I wanted to, right? <laughs> um, and it was wonderful. I, you know, in my experience, to Peggy's point, it was dating because the first therapist that I found wasn't the one that I ultimately stuck with mm-hmm. for the year mm-hmm. um, that I, you know, had therapy sessions at that point. But um, the third therapist that I found was actually the, the one. <laughs> um, and it took some time and took some transparency on my part and some, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, how do you just open up to a stranger? Like, yes, you're getting a stranger to talk about your problems and right. have them give you feedback objectively. How right. do you trust them to even open up and be like, whatever you're dealing with? For me, I think I was ready. And, and you know, I spoke about... Yes, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess it didn't matter that the person was like someone you didn't know. You just was ready, so you was open enough to talk to this person. Well, I think it was a match. Okay. It is like dating because, as I mentioned, the first two therapists that I sought, you know, help from, um, didn't work. I didn't feel a connection. I felt that they were. It was formulaic. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were asking me textbook questions, and there wasn't yeah. a connection. Gotcha. Um, but the third therapist I felt was genuinely invested in me mm-hmm. as as much as I was. And she, you know, it was this white lady. It was fireworks. (laughs) But the connection, the she was empathetic, Mm -hmm. and she wasn't just doing her job. She cared. Right. Right. She cared about me. She um, let me go at my own pace. She didn't force anything out of me. She wasn't forcing emotions. I feel that sometimes, um, in my experience with the first two, Mm -hmm. they were asking me pointed questions that were. Meant to lead into a certain direction. Lead into a like certain direction. Causing emotion. Right, causing yeah. emotion. Um, not necessarily asking me about how I felt. Uh-huh. It was more more leading questions about, you know, childhood or trauma. To an aha moment. I'm like, you're not young. And actually, you know. <laughs> actually, let's talk about, let's start where, you know, with today in the present. And yeah, then you yeah. can work backwards. But don't. Gotcha. Uh, for me, because something brought me here. Something brought me right. here, right? So um, I guess it all. I guess the therapists got their different techniques on how they, they talk do. to you too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right? They do. Absolutely. How they talk. But to she's you. saying for her, she needed somebody. No, to I get it. No, I get it. Here, I'm right. here right now, so I need something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally moment. get it. Right. Because I know that there's a therapist at Jess on Instagram, which she's oh, very. Yes. Yeah, she's part of the movement of bringing therapy to. Like to forefront, mm-hmm. she heard what I we went, me and Rose actually went to some session that she had with Rhapsody in, mm. um, in Williamsburg. Her thing is she starts off by trying to find out how you grew up, so mm. she'll ask you questions about all oh, your relationship with your parents, your relationship with your your, your siblings or your friends. So she goes from like there from there to, to see, see. Well. yeah. My therapist, I guess, is similar to yours. Mm-hmm. She does. She wants to have a conversation to see if we basically where you are right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure not the first thing, but mm-hmm. she definitely. That's what I got from her. Like she starts from childhood. Like you'll say whatever you are dealing with at the present time, mm-hmm. right. but then she'll go back and see 
So like, it's like she's getting to know you. It's like yeah, a girl, like no, a girl, like the first like, date. Yeah. Dating. So she's yeah. like dating. Yeah. yeah. And my therapist literally told me if she didn't feel like our energy was synced enough, she would just have to refer me to someone. Mm, she was like, you know, so like clients have been like, wait, why did you just send me to someone else? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't even know how to be like, you know what? Like, I don't, I don't like some things you, some things you said are like against my morals. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Yeah. Wow. Literally. I was like, that's true. That's the thing too. Like you may not like a certain. If someone can't genuinely give you advice about something, if they, if it's not in their core, yeah, yeah, like because it's not, and that's important. Wow, that's really important for me. That was like very good. I was like, oh, I didn't even think. Right, because people always think they could be unbiased and it's like, right, everybody's got biases. Absolutely, everybody. You know, that's why they call them what unconscious biases sometimes. Like you know, you're not necessarily trying to be like. Right. judgmental right. but like if you know that about yourself especially as a therapist in that position like it would be totally pre- prevalent yeah. for you to be like oh okay you know what I, I can see that you know she's not having an issue yeah. mm-hmm. with this so I'm not going to let her go there and open up because yeah. it's not any benefit mm-hmm. to you but it's so crazy because like my first um, experience with therapy um, I was pretty young I took the self-awareness course after school I was like in high school and it was one of the first times in my life because I feel like I'm always relearning and learning accountability mm-hmm. and learning about self-awareness. And one of the biggest lessons I've ever heard uh, learned was um, only you can only control yourself. Yes. That was the that was the whole goal was to teach us like, and it was just like a group of teachers that were therapists, mm-hmm. whatever, that offered this course, and I took it. And um, I was like, oh, this is so dope because they would basically bring everything, circle back around. We would just like sit in a circle as teenagers and then complain about like what our struggles were. Mm-hmm. And whether it would be like parents, boyfriends, whatever, mm-hmm. like they would be like, okay, but what can you control in that situation? Mm-hmm. Like your mom is pissing <clears throat> you off and she doesn't want to talk to you or she's judging you or you feel like you can't go to her, but what can you do about it? That's a hard thing room. to learn that, in that, that age. young. That is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I have to keep, yeah, <laughs> I have to keep applying that to my life every single time. Like, I'm like, okay, well, how can I, that's why I think like, I developed like a strong sense of independence and like responsibility at a young age mm. because I knew that the only thing I was really truly responsible was for myself. Was myself. So yeah. you like, attributed to that? Yeah. That's awesome that they gave you the tools that yeah, young. Yeah, that young. I didn't know that that's why, and it's so funny, later on I saw a different counselor and they are like, why do you feel like you should be responsible for everything? Mm. And I was like, I am responsible for everything. For everything. It's my life. Mm. She's, she saw it, and she's a counselor who saw it in a different way. completely uh, different way. She I was kind of like, no, the world's issues is not yours. Your family is not you. Blah, 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 blah. Like, you don't need to take this on. Yeah. She thought that I was coping with it on an unhealthy level. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I was too young to feel so responsible for so much. Mm-hmm. So it was like a different time in my life. But, like, I felt like, okay, I learned that lesson. Like, remember I said, like, I had to keep relearning it. You know what yes. I mean? Like. Yeah, you gotta be accountable for your actions and you can only control yourself, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, how much of it is really on you? Right. You know, like sometimes I think if you develop a habit and you don't have anybody to check you, I think that's why therapists are so like necessary because I feel like they help you navigate things that, um, tools that you probably already have, right? Right. And I feel like with the right kind of like leadership or counseling or whatever the case is, whether it be like in your faith or through a therapist, mm-hmm. I think they can get you where you need to go because you already have these tools. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I see it. That's how yeah. I believe it. Yeah. I feel like there are people that just kind of, like, incite things in you 
and they're like, oh, with questioning and having certain conversations, and you're like, oh, okay, well, damn, I've never thought about it this way, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to use this tool that's always been in me to get through this issue. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, I think therapy is, like, important because it's, like, it's a way for you to kind of, like, go to somebody and can, like, fall apart, and yeah. then they help put you back together. Because sometimes you don't even understand why you do something that you do. You don't understand, like, it's, like, a level of brainwashing, and you have to, like, be untrained. Absolutely. And the only way to do that is to seek sometimes outside help, because how do you untrain yourself? That's, that's true. the only way that you know. Especially if you don't recognize it, that you're doing it. Right. Someone legit has to tell you, like, yo, you've been doing this shit for so long. Yeah. That's all you know. It's it's someone nature. outside the box got to let you Yeah, right. Even, even your friend, even then, like, your friend has that unconscious bias. True. Yeah. Yeah. They might like, not see you it. may think I'm doing something that's crazy, but you still may not be as harsh or true. realistic. Sometimes, right. And they might not even see that's, that's like That's like if you're losing weight and you don't see it until someone else is like, yo, you lost mad weight. And then you're like, I see you all the time. Like, I didn't notice how much weight you lost. Yeah, that's a good example. Or you have friends that are wise. Rose and Jim came. You had an impromptu sleepover. Sleepover. I was going to say that usually happens with Rose and Jim. It was bad fun, but also. It's all wrong with it. Just be hopping in houses. Yeah. Sleeping in people's rooms. But it was mad real, and it was a therapy session. I offered to pay them a copay Y'all got me on. Um, it was definitely therapy session, but we also yeah. told Danny it's with time and experiences. Yeah, there was no right. way we was talking about this shit like ten years ago. Absolutely right. not. Like or saying these mm. kind of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's learned. It's taught. Bro. It's you learned. Learn. You know what I mean? But there's, there's value that goes to show that there's value in a, you know true. friendships Friends. and there's therapeutic friendships. You know yeah, there's right. conversations and therapy is, extends beyond. Yeah, you know, in office. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like a positive, it's like the positive alternative to having a toxic friend, to be honest. Yes. You know what I mean? I think if you have a friend circle that's like, um, keen on trying to grow in like mad different ways, that influence is going to trickle over. Mm-hmm. Right? So like if I'm growing in one way, I want to spread that out to my friend. Absolutely. Right. It's just like putting you yeah, onto a share sale. knowledge, you're like, yeah. Yeah. You Whoever know grabs I mean? onto it, like, grabs onto it. Right. Whoever catches it, catches yeah. it. But I'm definitely going to throw it out to my friends. Like, yo, I learned this thing today. This shit is crazy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I would share a sale. Like, why would I not share this whatever I got from a counseling right. session? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like I've said it before, it's really important to have like older women in your tribe. Mm-hmm. Because they've gone through shit before you, so they're able to kind of like give you some guidance. And but a good like, older woman, because there are older women who's out there crazy. Yeah. Just good. No. <laughs> obviously, obviously, a good one. You know? A good one. Right. Obviously. But as people like, do you think yeah. that people who like you said like there's friendship who has like there's a, there are friendships that are therapeutic. Do you think that that person who has those friendships also need a therapist? Yes, because the, your therapist needs a therapist. Mm-hmm. Well, the therapist right? has yeah. I have a friend that's a psychiatrist at Columbia, um, at Columbia, mm-hmm. and she has a psychiatrist. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and why? Though, yes, like, but that honestly, speaking with her and uh, you know, speaking with other like-minded women that I see and admire and want to emulate, that's what made me go back to therapy and say, okay. Mm-hmm. I need to, you know, address some of the issues that I know that I have, mm-hmm. but also some of that I don't know that I right. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she is brilliant. She's beautiful. She, you know, total package, and she has a therapist. A standing right. appointment every week. 
Yeah, and right. So the that, therapist, yeah. yeah, that helped me. Because they take on so much as well. I mean, it, it only makes sense. they're human, you know? They're human, and then they take on, literally, you got to imagine, let's say they see 100 clients a week. Mm-hmm. That's so many energies that they're Word. taking yeah. on. Word. You have to unpack that for yourself. You're not telling this other person everything, but you... Everything you have to decompress, and sometimes yeah, you mm-hmm. can't do that at home because you gotta go. Yeah. Let's say she is a wife or a mother, mother. or something. You take, you need a place, a safe place where you can unpack yeah. all of that because Absolutely. you do that for yeah. someone every day of your life mm-hmm. at work. Mm-hmm. This is what you do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like finding your journey to therapy. Like I think I've always wanted to venture it, and I think for different reasons. Like I think I originally wanted to go to therapy because I didn't understand the dynamic, uh, but I knew that it existed between my mother and I. Mm-hmm. It's like when you you grow up, you're younger than your mother, and then there's two alpha women in the house Ooh. at a certain age that you get to. Word. And it's like, it was Wrong like brimstone and fire. Do and you I think, like, right? And you're like, no, because she no longer sees you as her little girl. Now it's two women. Right. And you know, it's well, different. And like have a thing similar to like the two bulls. It's like literally, they say two yeah. adults can't live in, but now it is. There's three of us. There's me, dad, and you. Like, right. I'm, I'm, I legally can vote. I can do, like, and so it was, it made me feel like I don't want to repeat. Like, my mother's instilled amazing things in me. Sure. I'm at the table, sure. my mother. She's an amazing human being, but there's things about her that. You know, sometimes I feel like I don't want to take that into mm, into yeah. me and take Same. it into my relationship yeah, with too. my significant other or my daughter. And so that was that's the first place I decided that's I wanted to yeah. unpack yeah. that. And that's good that you can recognize or not recognize, but you know, like, you know mm-hmm. what, let me go see a good therapist anyway, yeah. just in case. Just someone, yeah. Because you don't know what you... The thing is, you always don't want to be like them, but then you, you take end up so much. Yeah, and even much. in moments when you... Like, sometimes when I react to certain things with my daughter, and I'm like, ooh... That, that, is, right. that was very, and then you say her name. And that's why, like, but that is it a good thing so or a bad thing? Like, well, she's not thinking about it. It's mm-hmm. a good thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Right. That's why I say that the amount of money that I'm paying, because I can go through my company and get some free sessions, mm-hmm. which is fine, but I was looking for a minority therapist, mm-hmm. and I found one on therapy for black girls, mm-hmm. and I was like, dang, she's expensive, and like my co-pay doesn't kick in until I hit five grand. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not just an investment for me, but it's for my daughter. Yeah. Sure. Right. Like, this is worth it. It's worth yeah, it is worth it. Mm-hmm. Like you want to break the cycle at some yeah. point. And, and there's so many that you create. You don't I've had to exhaust all my options and spending like how many thousands of dollars <laughs> a year is one of the options, and I just have to do that. But it's an investment, like you said, like Dana said. Yeah, your mental health is valuable. And the physical, mental, all it's of that. It's all the same. Yeah, you need it's that. all but let me say all this because I know there's like a real big stigma in like the African American community and Caribbean and like being like single mom and just being like angry and I remember like this changed my whole perspective I was reading an article in um, Essence and Essence basically was like they always label like African American women like angry <laughs> or not addressing what the real issue is like you're the head of a household you have three children you're going to school you're working you don't even have time to process your own feelings, so it's like it's kind of. But, you, a but they don't gotta say it's angry. There's because there's other. But they're places. saying that it's not mm-hmm. anger, right? It's coming out not. in the form of anger, but it's no, yeah. really depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that wow. made me have a different perspective oh, on wow. how I looked at my mom because I was like, mm-hmm. when you think about it, at your age, yeah. your mm-hmm. parents had. If not one, multiple children. Yeah. They were managing a marriage. Yeah. They were managing bills. Going like, to work. Going to work. Yeah. I know my mom wasn't making any money. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you're carrying all that weight. 
So, like, you got this label of this angry black woman. showing it in a different... Right, because your depression, mm-hmm. you're depressed. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck about how you feel or what you think. No one gives a fuck about the black woman. Yeah. The no, black you don't think it's depression yes. because right. when you hear depression, you think somber in your right. bed. No. Not crying. Right. 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 You don't think yeah. yeah. anger or, like, wow. it's, it's It is. It, it is. has many different faces. And it takes over in so many different parts of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the second time I decided I wanted to do it was when I was diagnosed with my illness. Yes. You don't know who to speak because no one knows what you're going mm-hmm. through. No one can physically understand yeah. what someone has said to you. Mm-hmm. So when we did the King Awards, I understood that. Mm-hmm. Like you're in a car and this person is telling you right before the holidays, you have cancer. Or someone tells you you have a, a, a terminal an illness that you'll carry with the rest of your life. And you're like, like one day I'm one person. One day I'm one person, person living right. this whole carefree existence, yeah. living my best life, enjoying my friend. And you're like, no, you're not like everybody else in the town. Sure, this is, uh, you can't do this. this you is, can't eat this. You can't. Yeah. This is yeah. There's this movie that I just saw called Irreplaceable on Netflix. Mm-hmm. They she was legit like young and about to. And she thought she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, she wasn't pregnant. It was a, a tumor. It was a tumor, mm-hmm. which happened to be cancer. Mm-hmm. So they because the movie just spoke like how you just mm-hmm. said it was like they they taped them laughing at the doctor's office like he 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 to the point where the doctor came in and legit was like you got cancer and then right then in that moment her whole life Your changed. Your whole life changes. Your whole life completely changed. changed. Like, and you're like, you think you're about to plan a baby shower mm-hmm. so No, you may, like, some your spouse or whomever may be planning your funeral. Right. Right. Like, right. You know, completely different um, dynamics. Yeah. So, like, it does change you. And I just mm-hmm. feel like, um, because of the stigmas that we have, though, do you guys think that, would you bring some of the issues to, like, your partners in romantic relationships? Like, do you think it's it's making it easier or harder now that people are being a little more open about mental health? Like, would you, have you easier. felt, like, comfortable to talk about this kind of stuff with your partner? I guess as a person, yeah. I feel like the person was was open enough to be mm-hmm. like, it's not. Because, again, this is, like, fairly new. Like, the ther- like being going to therapy is, like, something that's coming to the forefront now. For us, for, uh, yeah, for, exactly. For us black women. It's been happening. Because there's a lot of guys too out there who don't, you know, they, they don't therapy. think. They definitely need therapy, but, but they don't think that. this question, I think it's important because once you start to seek help, mm-hmm. you become less and less toxic, right? Mm-hmm. The less toxic yes, you hopefully. are, the ability to change somebody else's level of toxic or their wanting. Not even, to or be, to get rid of the toxic the toxic people that's around you because you don't absolutely so when you're doing that in your in a relationship people tend to want to gravitate towards if you're growing yeah like you're either gonna stop and fall off or are you gonna grow with me Mm -hmm. so you can't be like oh well he has more issues than me he needs to go to therapy it's kind of like once you help yourself you're helping your entire situation and so in that situation, like, do you think if someone's resistant to change and they're your partner, they don't want to grow along with your journey? Then yeah, I mean, yeah, they gotta get cancer. I think to make they, that's. I think that's yeah, part to make that decision. I think part, part of, of growth. growth. Process. Yeah, yeah. Danny. For me, it's a prerequisite now because I know what I struggle with. Mm-hmm. I know. Yes. I you know I'm not necessarily diagnosed with depression or anxiety, mm-hmm. yeah. but. I have depressive moments, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. situational, yeah. you know, situational situations. Yeah. I know my and triggers, you know and I know myself, and I need to be able to communicate to my potential partner yeah. that, listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> these are things that I'm challenged with, and mm-hmm. this is how I respond when X, Y, Z, and I am seeking help for this, you know, mm-hmm. intermittently, you know, 
at, I've been in therapy this time for two months. I don't know how long mm-hmm. I'll be, right. you know, um, you seeking help. Like, right? besides, is there anything else aside from not being a good match? Like, is it like resistance? Like, oh, all right, I had two months. I had eight weeks of a session. I'm good. And then you go back out into the world, you be yourself, and then you feel like something like, I need therapy. I need therapy again. For me, it's situational. Okay. And, you know, um... I, I I confide and I, I really trust my therapist enough mm-hmm. to say, hey, we don't need to see each other every week mm-hmm. or we, do, we need to see All each other bi-weekly. Being consistent mm-hmm. and going weekly. Right, but I trust them to, under, to gauge my, you know, development mm-hmm. to say, okay, we can see each other monthly now. And that's right. what happened way back when, when the I went to therapy. Time. Um, the second time I went to therapy. And now, yeah. you know... I asked her the first session. I thought I was good. I said, okay, I'll see you next month. And she said, no, girl, I'm going to see you next week. That's so funny. <laughs> and uh, I so said, oh, okay. Yes. And they help you to kind of yeah. mitigate yeah. that yeah. and pace yourself. Because from, for me, I thought, okay, I'm good. I'm, I'm coming back to do a temperature check. I'm going through some things. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's not too, you know, I'm not yeah. dealing with anything too crazy. And she said, I will see you next week. Yeah. Right. Like, well, that's probably all part of the stigma. You don't want to come too committed to it. No, you know, I didn't. Right. It's a commitment. Or you don't want to think that you need yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Which is not even a bad thing. No. It's not. You know? yeah. um, um, my therapist has said that that has happened. People have come less frequently. But what she realizes is that they usually go back to weekly because they realize when they've seen her, like not seen her in like two weeks, mm-hmm. they can't fit everything in one mm-hmm. hour, right? Everything that's oh, happened that's or transpired over the last week or two or, mm-hmm. or last month, could you imagine? Like, how yeah. do you cram everything that's happened over a month in, in, in an, an hour. hour? That's impossible. I think yeah. you probably get to that point where you're, where the therapy is working for you. That's you mean, like, where you get started. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 I'm just saying, like, no, I'm just saying, I think you need to get to that point. You know what I mean? Oh, 
code, but like also like I'm into aesthetics, and some of the websites just look plain ugly. Nah, yeah. yeah. not not the web page. The web page, yeah, yeah. Everything counts. Everything counts, Georgia. Aesthetics are necessary. Yeah, everything counts. That goes with your personality. Not to mention there's Squarespace. Okay, there are people who can help you. That's a good um So like I found this girl I land on this website and I'm like, okay, this is these lines are very clean. This is awesome. This is like real minimalist. This is like, you know, user friendly, yes. uh, very good FAQ section. The you know, Peggy's about visuals and FAQs. Hello. I guess you don't and like And like beautiful people, to be honest, I'm not going to sit here and lie. Like she's pretty. She had a nice out. Like her pictures were just, every, everything was awesome. So I was like, all right, I read through her like insurance, ask your insurance company these questions. Then I was like, call me if you want an appointment. So I called her. And the craziest thing happened. Like I called her and I was like, "Hi, Deanna, blah blah blah. I'm Peggy Nard, calling for." And then I started choking up and like crying. Up. Really? No. <laughs> it was so bad that after I left my voicemail, I literally emailed her and I was like, "I'm pretty sure you didn't hear anything I said." I was choking up. This is a huge step for me. Wow. Here's my number. Here's what I'm looking to accomplish. Wow. Please call me back. And she called wow, she back, probably, laughing. Yeah, she probably like heard that um um that voicemail like we wrong. She's like calling sis now. I thought, bring her in now. I was like, can I do Not funny. What's funny? So I was like, oh, this girl need my help.
I felt more empowered to go because my mom, when my mom was a young mom, and mm. you know, there were some. I love my mom, but there were some it's opportunities. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Awesome opportunities for us to be closer and to have mm-hmm. a better relationship. And she sought therapy, and she was very transparent about um, going. Going. And that's important. When I got yeah. older. And the older I get, the closer we become because yeah. I understand that you were young. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a lot of the, you know, friction that we had, I can understand better now. And she encouraged me to go to therapy to That's amazing. better understand yeah. her. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember, I knew that she went when I was, you know, she's young. I was mm-hmm. young. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't necessarily understand. I didn't understand. And I didn't mm-hmm. see the fruit of her going mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. But in time, I, I've. I have nothing but respect for her yeah. for taking that step and to, I mean, her, our family is not necessarily, you know, close or, Oh, we are definitely close, but we're not the therapy seeking type. Uh, <laughs> Cause yeah. you're working, yeah. right? You're right. You're yeah. Working. yeah. You're yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're faith based. Yeah. Which is another thing that I was going to bring up. There's so much stigma when you grow up in a yeah. faith based Give it to God. Home. Talk to God. Give it to Jesus. Jesus. God will give you the like, answers. Like, you have Jesus. Mm-hmm. Why are you seeking Why are you paying somebody to take care of these Why issues? Why you have God? Like, yeah. you yeah. can just look, you know, to the above. Yeah, you can I pray. I love God. Yeah. He hasn't always talked back to me all the time. No, not Sometimes he doesn't talk back to me right away. Right away. Sometimes right. he takes his time and as he should. Time, y'all. And I need sometimes. someone sometimes <laughs> I need somebody <laughs> on a Tuesday <laughs> night. <laughs> sometimes I need to literally I have the most crazy week at work and I need to decompress and God can't really let me do that on his couch. Like, I can say it, and he'll get back to me in a week. Yeah. But this person is right here. But that's like, God's I mean, doing I mean that, that's it. Yeah. Like, that's everything has it. The thing yeah. is, I think that's what that happens with you when you grow up in a faith-based home. Yeah. Everything has its place. There's a relationship yes. with your mother. There's a relationship with your father. There's yeah. a relationship with God. You decide a therapist. There's a relationship with your sibling. Yeah. There's, oh, there's a place for every part, every little compartment of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. Nothing's, nothing is identical. Nothing will ever, like, the relationship I share right. with my dad, completely different. I would never think that I would seek therapy for a relationship I share with my dad. He was different. He saw things differently. He mm-hmm. grew up, you know, in a household where his mom was a single mom. And you know what I mean? He, yeah. He's very independent. And I wanted to be so much more like him because basically he's been on his own since he was 16, mm-hmm. you know? And like, you guys remember when we moved out? Yeah. It was a whole conversation oh on gosh. how this would play out. And I knew... Exactly, I was gonna play. And it played out exactly. My mom crying for almost twenty four hours on the couch. Yeah. Why are you leaving me? Why would you do this to me? You're not married. <laughs> to and me. All that. To and my to dad. Me. To me. To me. To me. To me. My dad. My dad walked into the room. He left my mom. He came into my room. He said, like, "I've been on my own since I was sixteen. My father didn't give my mother a single thing. My mother raised me. I can't tell you what to do with your life. You have, you have to go and decide what you. This world, I gave it to you, mm-hmm. and you're gonna do with it what you have to. But you know, you want to come very, back. Very progressive. Yeah. 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 That was how he was. Yeah, that's how I he know. Was. And that's that's and that, amazing yeah. because you know that's how he grew up. That's why. Yes, and he's had that mental, mm-hmm. you know, that mindset set in place. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think like a lot of us experience like, how dare you do this? Mm-hmm. That counters me mm-hmm. to me. You know, to me. Yeah. It's disrespectful if you do this thing. Mm-hmm. It's about them for the most part. Mm-hmm. I think whenever I talk to my sister about stuff like in relation to our parents, like we always go back to that place of. Why do you think everything that we do is about it's done to them <laughs> or at why them? Think, why do you think they think that we're them. always like attacking them? Yeah, yeah. you think about it and Creole, it's like people so femme style. Yeah, yeah. like That's it's exactly the literal translation is yeah. why would you do this to me? 
Because I think it's, it's, an, it's an embarrassing thing. Like, they thinking yeah. about everybody, People. the family Absolutely. outside. And also, yeah, that's, yeah that friends. has nothing. And when you think about it, when you're older and you're wiser and, you, and you've been through things and you can really see things for what it actually is when you realize just how much outside people and their opinions don't matter and you really really start to believe that and you kind of live with Mm -hmm. that truth it's so ridiculous to you Mm -hmm. that like you know and I'm sure like as a parent and like as a new parent Mm -hmm. like I know that one of the things that the gifts that I would love to give like my future kid is the the comfort in knowing that they're not compared to anybody. No word. Mm. From the moment they come into this world, I will never compare if you them give them that, I don't care what yeah. so-and-so's yeah. kid is doing. Yeah. Just give them I don't the need you to look after that. The comparison is killer. I need you to just killer. be yourself. The healthiest, mm-hmm. most wonderful, beautiful part of yourself. Because yes. God saw fit mm-hmm. for you to be here. Mm-hmm. And that's enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I told Kiana the other day, the I'm on train that was reading a book, she should have been doing the same thing. You know what? I'm done. <laughs> I get the positive <laughs> things, but it, I get it because I grew up with it. But you know, like you're right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. you, like we grew up in a household with kids of three. There's three. There's three of us. Oh, that must have been hard. Right, and I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest. There's three of us, and you carry so much because they expect so much. Yeah, there's five, five, five. Um, you know, between us. But you know that there were each very different individuals. But that was another thing that I got from my parents. It's like, like even if I were to have multiple, I can't compare Zola to other. She's Zola, but the thing is, they do that. Why can't you be like your brother? Why can't you be like your sister? Me and my brother, my sister. We're so closely knit and so three different people. You would never even Word. you would never even think like yeah. the way we react to the same thing that my mom will do to the three of us. Three different reactions. Yes, same. same I'm here. I'm more empathetic. I'm like, okay, so why do you feel this way? Because you're the, you think because you're the oldest. I'm the oldest. I've been with her the longest. My yeah. brother's like, I'm not dealing with it. Maybe because I feel that way too. Because my I'm sister, only girl. she ain't with it. It's head on girl, head on head. We fighting. Like, what is That's the problem? So and maybe because yeah. their birthdays are close. Maybe because she's the baby. There's so many factors. Mm-hmm. But we're three different people mm-hmm. when it comes. And she's always like, why can't she be more? Like? I said, and I always have to. She's not me. You had her ten years later. She's who mm-hmm. she is. She's gonna always be her. You have to try to see life from her. Again, you had you know from her perspective. Yeah, and even, of course. Even now, my mom's done with me the way she expects me. You, the last child you had was 26 years ago. She's 27, actually, now. 27 years ago, you had a baby. She's now a legal adult doing her own thing. I know that you want to tell me to do A, B, and C, but I'm going to do it my way, the way that it works for me, the way our dynamic works, the way Zola, you know, interprets me, the way I interpret her, the way... And, you know, I'm going to make mistakes, but let me make them. Mm-hmm. Let me make them, let me go. And that, you know, that was another reason why I wanted to go to therapy. therapy. Postpartum is a... Like, I, for anyone who's out there listening, I know it hits you like a ton of bricks. You don't even realize it. Sometimes you're sitting in the pumping yeah. room and you're pumping and you're crying. You're like, why am I crying and I'm pumping? Why am I pumping and I'm crying? What is going on here? And it's because there's so many things to unpack. You brought life into this world. You're responsible for somebody. You're no longer just you. And you think about and everything. You're in a relationship. And, and you're then you're with someone else. So yeah. you and your dynamic with your friends are going to change. Like that. That's the thing you think about, too. You're like, I can't hang with my girlfriends the way I used to. I can't just pick up and drop and that's the thing that you need sometimes that's therapeutic to you mm-hmm. I can't just drop As everything I want to be hanging with my girls like I used to I gotta think like okay you know I got a daughter like what I'm gonna do with it right yeah. those are all those things that I, those were my outlets and so you know this podcast was kind of like a saving grace for me in the time that I thought I was gonna need therapy it came perfectly. Like, you know, oh, this is where I come. And I unpacked. Oh, God, this is what we have. I'm not crying. You're crying. You're crying. But, but, but I, I, I'm going to 
Yeah, did you tell your mom you were going, that you're going to go? So, I'm happy you asked, you know. Oh, yes. I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> I went here at Alex. Girl took that. No, no, I didn't even. So, I told her after the fact. But what happened was I was um, in. So, I have a group chat with the twins, um, my daughter and my mother. Mm-hmm. And I think someone asked me to do something. And I was like, oh, I have a therapy appointment that day. And, like, I think Jeff had said, like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Nick had said, um, let me know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kiana, like, emphasized it. Because she's, so, like, a super so duper gen So, everybody's normalizing this shit. Mm-hmm. normal. And, and Sandra mom. goes, Peg, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, dang, yo. Like, and that makes me want to ask you guys. Like, do you think your parents would ever, like, go to therapy? No, no. Absolutely not. No. That's what She'll talk to the pastor and go. That's a question that I honestly have, especially being Caribbean and, I almost have a thought to start something uh, with the premise of being like first generation yeah. therapy goers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, for real. You know what I mean? No, honestly. Honestly, because no, first generation, because if you're a parent, like my mom, no way. No, but you think about no, the no way. No. Like, She's like, not with them. And they probably need it honestly more than we Absolutely. Do. Absolutely. I've like just like. I've been therapy when I was younger. Nah, like my mom. Just like you said, like my mom, like me and my mom. You know, we were bumping heads. We were bumping heads. And I've been looking at her like, I'm not even as bad as a kid. (laughs) I don't even know. What you thinking in these streets? Yeah, but as you get older and you realize, like, the way she grew up, you know what I mean? Like, my mom never went to school. She doesn't have a degree. You know what I mean? Like, she... But... You know, like there's certain things she doesn't she knows know. The world. Yeah. She the knows world, the world. Like she's a hustler. Smart. Yeah. You know, for, yeah. a, for her to come from Haiti knows, with yeah. nothing, you know, and then go from like living in people's houses and then getting married, having an apartment, and yeah. then owning a home and mm-hmm. then working—that's some fucking accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. It's it is. Caribbean. Yeah. 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 But I think what it is with a lot of us Caribbeans, they feel like it'll dim if you go to therapy now. Because it seems like, but they're not even, but they're not even thinking about that. They don't think about it. Again, this is just coming up to the forefront. Mm -hmm. They're not, they wasn't even thinking about Mm -hmm. going to therapy. First reaction will always be, What's wrong? What's yeah. wrong? Yeah. Why did we have somebody else? Like in detail, yeah. ask yeah. like what's wrong? Go to church. Yeah. Like go to church. Yeah. 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 Are you know, praying? I mean, just think Are about you it. praying? Like, yeah. Just like, yeah, I'm praying. Where's your faith? Like, right, right here. Where's your faith? Like, right you know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. Like, ain't that can't help enhance the There's so much trauma that they've experienced. Like, whenever I get a chance, like, I bombard my parents with like questions around like the holidays whatever when they feel like talking and we're just like lounging around you get that's when I get the yeah. best yeah. stories or like the most yeah like the shocking stories I've heard so many stories or like sometimes my dad will have like a reaction to something or someone in the family like their name and I'm just kind of like hmm, I wonder what happened what happened and then eventually tell. he tells me the mm-hmm. story right and like it's kind of like in passing and it's a really tragic story yeah. about how some cousin did not hold you down when you're in this country speaking no English, and you that thought this family member exactly, and you thought this family member was gonna look out for you, mm-hmm. but they didn't even look out enough for you to like get you a coat, and it was cold outside, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're from this Caribbean island, so now you're suffering, and you're counting on this person to be your helpmate, mm-hmm. and they that's can't something you should think about. You should that's like, that I think would send a bunch of people to some sort of like depressive state, that alone. And I can't even think about like it being the 80s. It, uh, like if you put me in a random foreign country right now, it would be really, really hard for me to deal mm-hmm. yeah. with. Like you yeah. can't drop me off in China right now. I'm not that strapped. With the building right. I'm not that's the same experience that they've had and they've yeah. never gotten a chance mm-hmm. to 
have an outlet aside from church. You know what I mean? And thank God, obviously, thank God for their faith. Thank God that they had something because there are a bunch of people that don't have anything at all, you know, from that generation that they they never get to talk about it. They don't feel comfortable talking about it because they don't feel the need to talk about it. That's not important to them. Even like my grandmother, I just think about like the shit that she's been through because it's like, They've probably been raped and they haven't talked about yes, it. Yes, like, absolutely. You yes. know, like my grandmother lost like a set of twins. Like they weren't newborns; they were like toddlers. You know what I mean? So and who like, do you so talk? Like who are they like, talking to? Who oh, do you like? Yeah, they bear so many losses. You don't know how their backs are not breaking. And that there was a, there was crazy. a post that said like too. It was like talking about how black women they they're so strong minded. Yeah. All they know to do is move forward. Is move forward. Yeah. Like brush it off and move forward. But you lose a baby, whether someone mm-hmm. dies, etc. Like my dad's life when he growing up, I mean it's I, mean, I know he has like he has like Yo, he always we always talk about like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. there's something yeah. But I can never imagine my dad absolutely I can never I can't imagine my dad thinking like let me go to therapy for the shit that he's gone through when he was because they survived this long. But have y'all experienced where like your significant other or somebody that you're with, like you know that they have demons and it's kinda like you have Everyone to see. Has demons. Yes. Right, we all but how do you but how do you like but how do you that? Like His job requires them to go to therapy. Oh, that's wow. awesome. amazing! Because of the job is like so, it it requires so much of them. Yeah. So they it's like it's part of like their top thing. Like I think it's like part of healthcare. Like yeah, you know, mental health. Like, it's you know. Thing. But y'all know that I was in Florida. Um, Florida. What part? I was in um, oh, you, oh. Panama City. <laughs> oh. So you know, like with all the hurricanes and people losing a lot of stuff, you start lot. to see. Like the cracks coming through the walls, yes. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of like it's been thirty days, and people are starting to like be disgruntled and they're angry at everything and they're frustrated and they haven't taken a shower and they don't have anywhere to live and their car is damaged and it's kind of like in right. instances like that, that's enough to break it for me. When you yeah. show that, I sure. automatically my brain went to Katrina. Right? Yeah. How do people? How do you work Move through, through that? that? Yeah, and that's trauma. People are in the fight, like, just, like, trauma shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know, everybody in Flint. Like, just us dealing with trauma. I mean, yeah. we all need it. We all need it, girl. I, need I, need it. I, need I, need it. Wanna, I just want to tell everyone who's listening, um, always check with your corporations because there yeah. is employee assistance yeah. program that offers yep. whether it's five, seven, EAP, or ten. Always happy. Like, free sessions. Yep. Take advantage of it. If my yes. corporation had minority therapists, I would use one. Take advantage of it. My mother and my daughter mm-hmm. sees um, a therapist with those 10 free sessions. Yeah, and take you advantage. You should 10 more. free sessions? Yeah, it's 10. I've free. never heard of that. My last job was eight, and then the one prior was seven. Yeah, the most you got was those companies. I'm like, wait a minute. Minus three. Yeah. yeah. Really? Like, what do you get done in three sessions? Three sessions is like, my name yeah, is. As a happy tizer. I come from. <laughs> these are my issues. That's literally what you get in yeah. three sessions. That's my name is. I come from. And then these are my oh, issues. Oh, thanks for the outlet. I don't All know. right. Pay me now. Can we text? Can we do like the texting talk app? Yeah. yeah, talk space. Can take advantage of those advertisements on the train. Like, text a therapist? Yeah, the talk yeah. space. Oh, that's, 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 yeah. that's, that's good that they're that's putting so, in the forefront. That's so, but I'm glad that we live now um, in a space like that basically 
kind of acknowledges that you need to have mental health awareness and that you need to be, you know, just seeking help yes. if you need it. If you guys can say that website once more. Talkspace. Or I'm sorry. Oh, really? Gosh. Gosh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Therapy for Black oh, Girls. Yes. Yes. And yeah. Black Girls. Shout out to Dr. Joy and Atlanta. They have Dr. a podcast Joy. too, right? The yeah. podcast yeah. is all fire. Um, so there's, I listen to these motivationals, uh, videos on YouTube. Um, a lot was like Will Smith and Barack and Michelle and yeah, Dan Dan really Dan really tabletop. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I really do. What is I not do. good? <laughs> I love it too. Um, but I was, re- I was listening to one of the motivations and I was basically just writing down a few stuff that they said. I mean, it's a paragraph, but I'm not going to do a paragraph. We're going to do like the first, um, line. So I guess, and it also... Will go well with the topic that we spoke about tonight. Um, it was like your heart, your life, your happiness is your responsibility mm-hmm. alone. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Your heart, mm-hmm. your life, your happiness is your responsibility alone. Cheers to that. Happy, Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Tuesday dinner party.